Welcome to episode 70 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. We appreciate you being here. We have a simple goal here on the podcast, as always, to provide you with some insight into the people and places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's important business community. Hope you got a chance to attend the McConnell Air Force Base open house. Weather was a bit troublesome, I guess, right, Daniel? For one day, yeah. Yeah. Load cloud cover. But I understand it was still a great show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, good time for an update on the new KC-46A tankers that will be calling McConnell home. Aviation and aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy wrote in the weekly edition about the tankers, an update on the timeline, when they might be arriving, and more importantly, the economic impact. Looks like a bright future ahead for McConnell and for the region. We'll talk to Daniel in a moment. A bit more about the weekly edition now. Reporter Brian Horwath reports about a new children's psychiatric hospital planned for Wichita. It will go into an existing building near 29th and Amadon. Details on page four. Also on page four, Daniel tells us about Spirit Aerosystems CEO Tom Gentilly assuring everyone that his company will be able to handle the 737 production rate increase that Boeing is planning. Every two weeks, we write about Wichita as a great place to start a business. This week, Bill Wilson shares the story of entrepreneur and leader Anita Oberwortman. She's the owner of Wilson Building Maintenance and Metro Courier. She has a great story to tell about how she became a business owner, and she has some advice for younger entrepreneurs. Page 5. Our WGJ Influencers Leadership Group got a chance to talk to Cindy Miles. She's the CEO of Wichita's nonprofit Chamber of Service and the subject of our 10 Minutes With feature. She drives home the point that many of Wichita's challenges, crime, child abuse, drugs, lower graduation rates, stem from a lack of mental health services. Those stories are on pages 6, and the 10 Minutes With is on 35. This week's list, the area's largest home builders, that's on page 10. Need some sales leads? We've got them every week. Listings of building permits, new corporations, real estate transactions, who owes back taxes, new lawsuits. This week starts on page 15. Back in a moment to talk about the tanker and the program's impact on the Wichita area. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Back now with aviation and aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy. Another great story this week. Daniel, the front page, boom times ahead. Under that, it's a picture of the uh, KC-46A tanker, and under that, uh, from added military personnel, ongoing support, and aircraft production, the coming arrival of the KC-46 tanker at McConnell Air Force Base will fuel regional economic growth for years to come. And it's uh, inside our weekly edition. It's the big story in the weekly edition this week. Daniel, as you approach this story, what message did you want to get across to our readers? Well, I think just that um, the the arrival of the tanker at McConnell has been years in the making. Um, but the scope of what the impact of just having a, of a single aircraft program like this coming to the Air Force Base uh, it, it's so multifaceted and going to touch so many sectors of the economy and, and by all accounts have a positive impact 
on those sectors that I just thought with the uh, expected first delivery coming soon, it would be uh, a good time to just talk about that with folks and community stakeholders about what they anticipate in terms of, of just how big that impact's gonna be, and, and it's definitely gonna be a big one. Going back sort of to the beginning, Boeing in Wichita was chosen to actually build the KC-46A tankers, and then there was a change of plans on, at Boeing Talk about that and a little bit about the history of this program over the last few years. Yeah, the, the history goes back uh, uh, over a decade, really, to a contract dispute between Boeing and Airbus that drug on, and eventually Boeing did win the contract for the next generation of, of aerial refuelers. And that's what, that's what really what it is at the core of this, is that the KC-135s are aging, the tanker fleet is aging, they need a replacement. They are, yeah, those are Eisenhower-era aircraft, and so uh, they've, they've, they'll continue to serve alongside the KC-46 KC as those fleet numbers increase. So they still got a long ways to go. There's, uh, honestly, there's a high likelihood that the last KC-135 pilot hasn't even been born yet. But um, <laughs> they're going to start phasing these out because it is time. The Air Force needs new capabilities, and, and uh, the KC-46 brings that to them. So it was a huge win for Boeing. And, and as you mentioned, um, there were uh, more direct Wichita ties at the time because at that point, McConnell hadn't yet been chosen as the main operating base for the tanker by the Air Force. So... Uh, tanker work that Boeing was planning in Wichita was a big economic get at the time and certainly trumpeted by uh, local officials right. uh, back, I believe, in, in 2011 when that came through. Subsequent to that, Boeing, of course, decided to, to close their Wichita defense facility. And so uh, tanker work that was going to be done here moved to the Puget Sound region while some other work shifted to San Antonio and, and that elsewhere. Really, that really took the community by surprise, didn't it? They did not see that coming. And I remember us doing yes. lots of stories and talking to congressman at the time mike pompeo and other leaders saying they, they did not get any it was warning. it was a surprise and there were some uh folks were upset uh because the delegation in kansas and from wichita had worked pretty hard on behalf of boeing to help uh win that contract right. for the tanker so but since then as i said the the air force base here mcconnell has been was selected as the main operating base for the kc-46 so the base will eventually be home to 36 of the aircraft and it'll be uh, uh growing its its squadron out there so that in turn has created a, a new kind of economic impact and there's still production ties to the plane itself spirit aero systems builds uh the forward fuselage and some other components on the 767 model which is the base for the tanker so there are some production ties still and uh uh, there are chances that the production could go even higher than than is currently stated. So that could be more work as well. There's been a big investment at McConnell Air Force Base as it prepares for the arrival of these tankers. Talk about that. Yeah, McConnell is ready to go. Um, they've last several years, uh, more than $265 million have been spent out there in, in infrastructure and facility upgrades to be ready for the KC-46, the uh, uh, new three-bay maintenance hangar and, and other facilities out there. So that's driven, of course, you know, 
local construction jobs and and that money spills out in the community throughout that process so that's been kind of a, a leading edge economic impact that the tanker program by virtue of of mcconnell being the main operating base that 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 construction has helped kind of fuel some economic growth and and like i said they had their construction's completed they're ready to go and and now they're just kind of waiting on boeing there's been discussion over the years of the Department of Defense really taking a look at military installations around the country and around the world about how viable they are. Do they need to consolidate? Do they need to uh, maybe merge some operations and close a few bases? Having the tanker base here in Wichita, the main tanker base here in Wichita, obviously is great news for McConnell Air Force Base and for this region. Absolutely. Um, as, as folks, including uh, congressmen in the past have told me and uh, uh, some economic development officials in reporting this story more recently you invest almost 300 million in something it, the chances of you not utilizing those resources you know lessen significantly right you know you never want to say never on anything but um, looking right now with defense spending as it as it appears to be under the current administration looking uh, strong in years to come and with that investment um, in McConnell to be the main operating base and to be home to 36 of these that are going to be so critical to the Air Force's mission uh, for years and years to come, obviously. Um, there is a real sense that it secures McConnell as a, as a real key installation, not, not that it wasn't already, but that for the future, as you look ahead, um, it's just going to be such an important base that, that it, you know, it has a, it has a greater degree of security than maybe some other ones do. So it's here for a long time, basically. You've been following this story for a long time and, uh, it, this program hasn't been without its hiccups over the last few years, right? It, yeah, um, Boeing has, has had technical uh, difficulties during testing and, and developing the program. They ran uh, almost $3 billion over uh, the cost. Now, it's a, fix, it's a fixed cost contract with uh, the uh, Department of Defense, so taxpayers aren't on the hook for that. Boeing's actually on the hook for that. So it's been, uh, uh, you know, it's hit their, their earnings to some degree as well. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been delayed uh, multiple times now. Originally, um, they were supposed to have the first 18 tankers to the Air Force by August of last year. And so, obviously, we're a year, uh, a year more than a year past that, and right. we're still waiting on the first delivery. That's expected still in October. As, as far as we know, there are apparently some, some more recent issues with it that the Air Force is looking at with the tanker that the Air Force is looking at. Nothing safety involved. Um, so n no issues there. As far as anyone knows, they're still planning on an October 1st delivery here at McConnell. Um, so that'll be obviously a big day. Um, but yeah, Boeing's, Boeing's had some challenges uh, meeting some of the requirements here. I think everyone feels like they hopefully are past most of those. They've earned the two FAA certifications that are required for the aircraft and so after that now it'll move on to the u.s air force for a military what's called a military type certification so it'll still be doing some testing but that'll be once it's in the hands you know of the air force so the the general consensus is that uh the big hurdles have been cleared and and uh, one way or another the tanker is on the way wichita has a couple of different connections to the uh, tanker the new tanker program uh, obviously, part of it is built in Wichita well, on that 767 platform, as you were talking about. 
but somebody from Wichita is in charge of the program at Boeing Defense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Boeing Defense CEO is Leanne Corrette, who is a uh, Derby native and a former Wichita Business Journal uh, 40 Under 40. Um, worked her way up through the company and, and is now uh, the CEO of their defense arm. So uh, it's, you know, it, it, there's, a, there's some hometown pride for her as well. She actually uh, uh, commented for us on this story and, and said that she's thrilled that, that Derby and the Wichita community are going to be the beneficiary of the impact of, of what the KC-46 uh, will bring to, to McConnell and the surrounding region. So she'll undoubtedly be happy when uh, she's expected to attend that first <laughs> delivery event here. Here in the near future it'll be a big relief just to get that <laughs> off her yeah that's plate, right? obviously probably been a, a big one she hasn't been in that position uh, uh too long uh over a year but um that obviously one of their top priorities when she came on board you spoke to leanne corette who else did you speak to for the story and and what did they say i spoke to multiple other folks um one of them to just kind of help provide the the layers of impact that I'll have here is uh, Jeremy Hill, director for the uh, Center for Economic Development and Business Research out at WSU, and he was he's very bullish on this, obviously as as everyone is, but his take is kind of this that it's it's almost akin to bringing in a, a new manufacturing company or something like that. It's right. it's new cash coming into the. It coming into the region, and that's via uh, some additional personnel that'll be out there. Um, the the 931st Air Refueling Wing out there itself is planning to hire about 400 people, um, including about a third of those uh, full-time reservists, but then you have the other part-time reservists. Um, that kind of growth, I mean, obviously you have the payroll growth, and that spreads out into the economy and spending and retail and housing and automobiles and everything like that. But there's also a skill set um, that that comes with that kind of growth and that was something uh jeremy hill said would would be a big benefit to the community because these folks often have very valuable skills to a variety of industries especially especially the part-time reservists you know they have uh you know other jobs and right. skills in all kinds of different areas and mcconnell's partnering more with uh most recently with wichita state on some on-base education opportunities they're partnering with other colleges and and wsu tech and things like that so there's a push for even more of these skills to be translated to those folks, but then to also the the members that are, are full time, um, and maybe they're not here forever, um, but you know they're getting training while they're here, they're spending while they're stationed here, and you know something Mayor Jeff Longwell had mentioned a while back uh, in a presentation he made at the base while I was there was that the the city wants to to use the base as as kind of a, a place where they can attract some of this talent that comes through Wichita, you know, so that maybe someday when they are ready to put down roots somewhere, they think, hey, Wichita had a lot going for it. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. We should look at that. So it's a, it's a economic driver just on, on so many different fronts. Um, it's almost hard to, to kind of encapsulate just with a solid uh, $1 figure, right. uh, dollar amount, I should say. Uh, the, the hiring additions at the 931st is expected to add about $25 million or so over time just to the total economic impact. But that economic impact for the base was, was almost $600 million uh, uh, in kind of a 50-mile radius around the base. So you're looking at hundreds of millions of dollars, and that's only expected to increase because of, of all those factors from, from the spending 
because of payroll to the, the skills added into the community. It always creates other civilian jobs. That was something he'll right. mentioned, you know, as these folks, they need services and things like that in the community that has that trickle down effect of creating other civilian jobs. So, um, yeah, it was just a very, uh, wide ranging impact that, that he saw coming for it. And so, um, much to, to that point, you know, I, t I spoke to the mayor of Derby, which as we mentioned is where the Boeing CEO is from and right. Derby, of course, community very closely tied with McConnell. And, and he says, you know, they couldn't have a better neighbor than McConnell Air Force Base. Right. And they're anticipating exactly those kind of things that, that Hill mentioned, you know, increased spending, uh, housing buys, um, the whole thing. But it really importantly for him was um, just given their experience with the base, the personnel there are, are usually very community focused and mm -hmm. driven. They get involved in projects. They sit on boards. They, they're they active in the community as right. well. And that's that's a real big uh, boon, he feels like, to, to the community. So it's, it's not just the number of people. To, to him, it's the engagement of the kind of folks that are going to be added out there. You talked about the 400 number. Those are over and above what's already at McConnell Air Force Base, right? Yeah, and and the bulk of the new hiring is going to come from the 931st. The 22nd Air Refueling Wing, there'll be folks coming in uh, on a variety of fronts uh, related to the tanker and support. Uh, the U.S. Air Force put out a uh, uh, basically a, a hiring notice for pilots for the KC-46 a few months ago. Those folks will come from all over the Air Force. It won't necessarily just be local uh, KC-135 pilots. Um, they'll come from all over, but the base will continue to bring in people for training. Uh, folks will come to McConnell for uh, certification training on support and maintenance for the KC-46. So, you know, there, there's going to be that added economic impact as well. But just with the, the 931st, that'll be the, prim uh, the, sorry, the majority of, of the additional hiring that happens out at McConnell. That'll be a gradual process, or will we see 400 new jobs? It, it'll be more gradual. Okay. It'll be over the course of the next several years, yes. Okay. Any idea when the full complement of KC-46A tankers will be here, when we'll finally be up to the full complement uh, of tankers here? Not a specific date, no. Um, like I said, the first one should arrive in October. Some of, the, some of it will depend on, on the kind of pace of delivery that um, Boeing uh, begins to, to go forward with in 2019. I think we'll get a better idea. Um, and these, of course, won't just go to McConnell. They'll be going to other installations uh, all over the world. Uh, but McConnell is the, the main operating base. And we'll be home to, like I said, 36 of at least the 179 that Boeing plans to build. But it'll be it'll be several years, obviously, um, um, before that full uh, number of tankers is is in Wichita. And what happens to the old tankers? Well, uh, like I said, it, they'll be concurrent at, to a certain degree for a while, um, and uh, over time they'll they'll be phased out. Uh, what's done with the aircraft themselves, um, if they're scrapped or, or I don't know, there's pretty strict decommissioning process right. through the Air Force for uh, anybody that would want to get their hands on one. Right. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it'll be, that'll be kind of a gradual, uh, to some degree, one-on-one -on -one phase in, phase out kind of process over the next several years. It's a big story for the Wichita area, and uh, Daniel McCoy has uh, done a great job on the cover story this week in the Wichita Business Journal. You can find it with that uh, cover story, Boom Times Ahead. That's the big headline on it. 
And we hope you can uh, read it in the weekly edition. Also, you can see it at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thanks, Daniel. Nice job. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week. Episode 70, hard to believe. Again, my thanks to Daniel McCoy and his work on this week's cover story. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.